0: Controversy over the Jedi mastery of holding the steering wheel continues. I'm John Cadogan from autoexpert.com.au, the place where and new car buyers save thousands off their brand new cars. <laughs> Hit me up on the website. That. Captain's log, zombie lockdown date, whatever, it's all a blur. It's all very Tom Hanks castaway right at the moment. I think you'd agree. I actually saw a guy mowing the front yard in his pyjamas at 10am last Thursday. This is kind of where society's at now. The steering story so far, okay? Jedi masters of driving proudly hold the steering wheel. At 9 and 3 o'clock, what other way is there? Where control is maximised and where the designers put all of the supplemental switches for a friggin' reason. Where the thumb rests are, so there's that. And where ergonomic interaction with the wheel is at its most efficient. The rest of the population has yet to realise holding the wheel in any other way makes you a driving muppet especially you self-righteous ten and two wheel holding pelicans now this i have watched your video about the nine to three hand position which i agree with when it comes to a series of tight turns which do you recommend no release of hand from wheel with forearms pretzled over each other or passing the wheel from one hand to the other. Okay, so repositioning one's hands, hardly ever necessary in free-flowing driving, I'd suggest. Even switchback turns, hairpins by any other name, can be successfully negotiated without repositioning your hands generally and thus de-Jedi-ifying yourself. Is it jedifying? I don't know. Anyway... If you are driving, perhaps, some relic from the distant past, say the 1960s, like, uh, I don't know, uh, a 2019 Land Rover Defender, vehicle like that, this may not be possible, of course. Some repositioning may be continually necessary. But in most cars, the only time you need to reposition those hands is during low-speed manoeuvring, turning at traffic lights, parking, U-turns, going back to make sure you've done the job on your ex-husband like that. The benefit of indexing your hands at nine and three, okay, is that you are ready for evasive action if there is some emergency. And I note, emergencies tend to just happen. They don't send you three weeks worth of advanced diary notification. And of course, if your hands are thus indexed in a skid or a slide, you will never lose track of where straight ahead is. And that's generally quite important if regaining control matters. At other times, nine and three just gives you more control, okay? But if you do need to reposition on the fly, I'd suggest you should do it preemptively. So if you're about to turn hard left, let's do it like in the mirror, okay? If you're about to turn hard left, reposition your left hand to 12 o'clock and put your right hand at 6, like that, okay? And then turn, and you get another quarter of a turn out of it and unwind by reversing the whole process, okay? How hard is it? You generally don't need more steering angle than that for normal driving. And if you need to reposition on the fly like let's say you're in the middle of a bend and your elbows are kind of wrapped up in each other pretzelled as our correspondent suggested that's a pretty neat verb by the way 11 points out of a possible 10 for that suggestion you just need more lock in that situation you're going to have to wing it okay physiologically it's not that hard to reposition your hands in that bound up position But if you're having problems with that, I'd suggest it's because you're using your arms on the wheel to brace your body against the cornering loads. And if you're doing that, it can be most difficult indeed to reposition. The pro tip, of course, don't do that. Lock your hips into the car by pressing hard against the footrest on the floor, okay? Make sure the seat back's relatively upright. And then all you've got to do is engage your abdominal core to keep your body upright in a corner. You know, most people don't get this, but performance driving is a surprisingly physical undertaking. You should not be using your arm strength to hold your body upright in a bend, okay? And you should not be leaning forward away from the back of the seat and all this other kind of kooky behaviour that people do. When you're performance driving, your arms are there for fine motor control of the wheel, and that's it. Most people have a lot of sort of CNS reprogramming to do, central nervous system reprogramming to do, to become a proper driving Jedi. And it flat out shits me that this stuff never gets taught to ordinary drivers. Now, before I let you go, okay, I want to talk to you briefly about a guy you've never heard of called Steve Greeley. He's from Meadows, which is just south of Australia's largest living cemetery, also known as Adelaide. Steve's this crash rescue dude, okay, and he's got 36 years worth of experience in the Metro Fire Service. And I have to tell you, I have nothing but respect for people like Steve. I don't know how they do it, mainly because they spend their lives meeting people who are having unimaginably the worst days of their lives over and over. It's the job they do. This is who their clients are. And often this takes a profound toll on them. And they often meet them, let's not forget, after running this way, okay, while the rest of the population is kind of rapidly departing in the other direction. And this is what sets these people apart and makes them worthy of our collective respect in my view. Anyway, Steve has gone out and developed this iOS app. It's called Speedominder Pro Speed Alerts. And the app is designed to save your license from your lead footed self. It works in 89 countries, no less. It's in both kilometres and miles per hour, so that's nice. I've not used it personally, but it's rated at 4.8 out of 5 stars in the App Store, so how bad can it be? And Steve tells me by email that he is 24000 bucks in the red, developing it. And he's not a marketing genius. He says he's a fiery. And I get that. The full version of this app is $4.99 US. That's the one with no ads, okay? $4.99. That's nothing. I'm not getting anything out of this either. There's no kickback to me. I am just trying to do a favor for a guy who, in my estimation at least, deserves one because of the amount he's paid into society. So here's my cunning proposal to you, okay? If you're amenable, if you are a bit of a lead foot or if your license is hanging by a thread in any one of those 89 countries or if you're just like me and kind of jacked off with contributing to various government coffers in this bullshit spin campaign, you know, the one where they say it's all about safety when in fact... Blind Freddy could see that it is really all about money, this overzealous prosecution of friggin' speed, just because it's easy to measure, okay? If that is you, then out of respect for Steve's service to the community and all the lives he has positively impacted in 36 incredible years of running this way when the prevailing flow is that way, how about you check out SpeedoMinder Pro Speed Alerts I will put a link in the description. I'm not telling you to buy it, but if you think it might help, hey, let's see if collectively we cannot turn a $24,000 developmental frown kind of upside down, as well as protect your license and, of course, your wallet from bullshit government profiteering. If you do buy the app, please do let me know what you think of it in the comments feed below. Thank you very much for watching.